Hey, this is Tyler Murphy, and you're listening to the Montana Gallery Podcast. Today on the show, we have a musician. We have my friend, Parker Brown. And I've been a huge fan of Parker's music ever since I moved to Billings. He recently came out with a new live album. As a fan of of his music, I really wanted this following commentary. Because basically, that's what we've made here, is is an album commentary to exist. Uh so that I could just listen to it over and over and over again and and so that I could know some of the stories behind these songs that I love so much. In these commentaries, Parker talks about family and and friendship and you know his relationship with his band members and and speaking well of people even when they're not around. And he talks about things like, you know, the masks that we can all wear at times and how we put up these walls and well, if we put up those walls, it's it's inevitable that the things we do in the dark are going to be brought to the light. And just so many other things that we all need to be reminded of. If you live near Billings and you haven't seen Parker perform live yet, uh, do yourself a favor and find out when his next show is. If you're not from around Billings, you can find his music at on uh, Spotify or iTunes. Or uh, you can also find out more about Parker at his website, pbrownsound.com. One quick thing I'd like to plug for myself and for the gallery is um, I'd like to try offering a discount code for any listeners of this podcast for any paintings of mine or the instructional DVDs. If you use the offer code podcast in upper or lowercase letters, we'll do both. That'll give you a 5% off any of my paintings or any of uh, the instructional videos. Now, we'll just do 5% off anything anything on the website. I know that's not much, but I just want to see if that could lead to an increase in any sales on the website because, you know, I'm all about making that Skrilla. If it does, you know, that's kind of incentive for me to keep on making this content. If you're listening to this long after its original air date, that offer code may or may not work. Oh, I forgot. I wanted to say that uh, this album was recorded at the Art House Cinema and Pub here in Billings. That's the handiwork of Matt Blakesley. Okay, I think that's everything. Here is Parker Brown and his band, Parker Brown and the Bleeding Hearts. Enjoy. Thank you very much. Uh, we are very pleased to be here tonight. Uh, I'm also very happy a good friend of mine is in town, and, and uh, he told me this is one of his favorite songs, and I haven't seen him in a few years, so it's a pleasure to get to play this for you, Matt. Summer Day was one of those tunes that just kind of happened, and, and I just rolled with it. I think that it was about just like being, I think from my own personal standpoint, like being like burned out and and on the edge of sometimes or oftentimes feeling like I'm on the edge of just uh, incinerating. Like the chorus sort of had to deal with just being and being kind of, um, making poor decisions in my 20s <laughs> and, and a lot of times in the summer you know just being kind of a, a reckless guy and in the end they asked me if I knew your name and if I told them would I ever feel the same that every part of me regrets that summer day Nobody wants to be the one to blame And nobody wants to be the one to blame And nobody wants to be the one They asked me if I knew your name and if I told them would I ever be the same that every part of me forgets that summer day. And I think that maybe that was tying into that sort of thing like you might have hurt somebody so much that that they they went and 
and it really affected their life to such a degree that it caused some some trauma you know luckily I had you know my destruction was limited <laughs> sure. you know, I think that that's sort of where that was <laughs> Eric man uh, I've known Eric I I've known Eric since he was like in high school and we played with this old this old jazz like great great drummer Ronnie Bedford who moved from New York to uh, Powell Cody I think he was in one of those places and taught at Northwest College my first gig with Ronnie Bedford I was like 26 or 27 Eric's age now and he was like 14 or something and his dad had, had got him on the gig because he was good at like he was kind of learning his way on piano playing like pretty basic jazz piano stuff and his dad was on saxophone anyway we played in this band for a little while and um, you know didn't connect I think you know at those ages it's, it's there's more of a disparity between mentalities there but then he was playing in the organ trio and we played in some stuff in the Bad Math Band about four years ago and just acquaintances and I always called him Baby because he was like the little baby. You know, you watch him play and he's just sort of like, it seems very disinterested and 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 then all, all of a sudden we started like becoming better friends and traveling down to Sheridan for uh, every week to teach adjunct at Sheridan College and we just started having these conversations that it was deep and I was like, whoa, this is this guy. He, he's like becoming one of my greatest friends that I've ever had and he challenges me musically, you know, because he only has, I was talking to somebody about this last night, like he only has one way and one way is honest. So he's always shooting everybody straight, and he's shooting me straight. Like, why are you doing that? Why are you playing? Why are you playing this chord progression? Why are you playing it like this? Like, challenging me to be a better bassist and, and listen to myself and, and use my brain when I play music a little bit more. <laughs> you know, uh, and, but we ha we have a good time. We like to hoop it up together pretty good too. So there's like a, <laughs> a camaraderie, both you know, ape-wise and intellectually I think too <laughs> but he's one of the best players I've ever played with and I think maybe ever will like it's just crazy how talented and and not just talented by because he could play like a million things but if you listen to him playing on this record especially he's a dude that could play a million notes but is playing like really emotionally and really intellectually, like maturely, especially for a young guy like that, you know, with those kind of chops. It's it's just impressive. And it's I think it's inspiring. Eric Olson. Oh, it feels good to be up here. I can feel it. The energy is nice. Very nice. Uh, it was cool. I was thinking about it today. And I'm going to try not to get all, get too sappy as I have a tendency to do, but uh, <laughs> not with you guys in the front row. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. So, um, I was thinking about it today. Uh, this next song we're going to do is the, the title track to the album that we made uh, last September. And it's called We Were Young. And what, what I did was I did a Kickstarter for it. And uh, before I did that, I didn't have a band and I didn't have a plan. I just had these songs and I just decided to, to go for it. Matt Blakesley was really pushing me. And I, just, <laughs> I decided to do it. And uh, what I realized today was that all these people that helped support me, I was sending out this email 
and uh, there was like 98 people. And what these 98 people did is just by contributing to my Kickstarter, they ended up changing my life. And so now I've been like leading this band and playing with these guys. <laughs> these guys um, and it's been a lot of fun and it's been challenging and it's been, it's been a joy so uh, we're going to play that tune before I lose it so uh, this, is, this is We Were Young We Were Young is the title track of my first album released in 2016 She was in love with being ideal Said she was a child the picture perfect man in the back of her mind I couldn't live up to the image that she set aside that we were young we were young and we were young we were young and I chose we were young because in the end process with the cover art being done and kind of what the album was about that track seemed to fit the most hearts before but never dragged it out this long and we were young we were young oh we were young we were young it's totally about a relationship don't mean a thing But I think just We Were Young can let your mind go wherever it wants. This was a song sort of about a past relationship and it was really slow and it was going to be called, like the chorus was Abilene and, and, it was, and Amanda's like, is this about this person? And I was like, yeah, yeah, it was. And I was like, too, you know, and it's cool to have Amanda to bounce like stuff off of like that and she you know I think set the course of like okay let's like dig deeper and like not make this an obvious thing unless you knew our relationship the guitar and I have a sordid past I started playing guitar in seventh grade so I was 13, and originally I was a bass player, but you know, starting in fifth grade, I started on upright bass, and um, then moved to like electric and upright, doing jazz band stuff in seventh grade, and then I just, I just like, I just want to play like Beatles songs and Weezer songs, and started doing that, and then like fell in love with John Lennon, so I started playing guitar, like Kurt Cobain, John Lennon, you know, we're starting to become more of an influence on me. And I switched to guitar and, you know, played a lot, but never took lessons, never took it super seriously. I always learned stuff off of albums, like blues solos and stuff like that. So I had this cool, like I was glad I did that because I have this cool depth to like where it comes from, which <clears throat> is great that it comes from the blues bass because that's something that I feel is hard to replicate, especially in, in old age. So it's nice that I was sad and figured it out when I was young. Um, it's been a crutch and something I've wanted to steer away from, but it's also been like a great blessing to have that in my bag. And I started practicing again uh, about two years ago in the summer, around this time uh, in August. And just kind of fell in love with it again. Cornfields turned to stubble when the harvest was done. Dying leaves looked like tiny fires as they made their fall. The brittle air it stung my cracked hands as I held on to your door. And we were young. We were like Summer Day, it was a more recent tune, like a newer tune. You know for the album and I was starting to work on using more uh, devices in songwriting we were here 
we that yeah. first line, she was in love with an idea since she was a child. But I think that that's a lot of girls anyway. Like, they think we about Disney young. and Prince Charming, and they get wrapped up we in that. And, you know, anyway. Um, that never happens. We were young. We were young. Oh, we were young. We were young. So one of the one of the devices I used was like doing a composite because I was I liked the idea of like composite narrative or whatever I thought that was a cool thing that I studied in in college and then um, you know using that for a song and so it's about it's about my relationship but it's also about like my idea of how somebody might look in a breakup like uh, and then. The scene, the last scene where the brittle air is done, my cracked hands as I held onto your door. That's about, that's me thinking about a friend during a breakup, like when, when he went through a really bad breakup. And, um, so I just kind of pieced a lot of stuff together. Thank you very much. John Roberts did the horns on on the album We Were Young, uh, which was great because they wouldn't have been there if if not. They wouldn't have been that that good and um, structured and thoughtful. I don't think. I think they fit really well with the music. He and Tully Olson are doing the horns here. You heard a voice. That was calling Saying that a storm was gonna He is a fantastic educator and band leader of his own band, John Roberts E. Pombanco, the African Latin Sukus Funk Soul Group. Having John in the music scene is, you know, a great oxygen to the fire, and he's added so much. And he's just so driven, and he inspires me. I can't even, I'm not even a quarter, like, driven as he is, but he inspires me to, like, <laughs> at least go a little bit harder in the paint. It's great having him as as a friend. That, this one was one of my early songs from uh, like 2008 or nine when I when I really got into writing songs by myself for myself to play I was writing these songs with a bunch of chords and nobody could play them at jam, like jam sessions so I just was like I'll just write a song with three chords that's like a circular progression and so it's easy to jump in that was how it how it started, and it was also around the time of Katrina. And so thinking about the levees finally coming down, and even those guys were like, the levees aren't gonna come down if a hurricane comes in, we're fine, we're not going anywhere. And then it broke, and they were like, oh no, this, this is bad. Eventually it's all gonna come, like, cause I like the idea of a guy like trying to put his little fingers in the holes and eventually you run out of fingers and toes and your nose is against the wall and, you know, it's just 
we just do whatever we can to, you know, I've seen people live their whole lives that way. Dude, just admit it, you know, and then go through, clean it up, and you'll be better off for it once it all comes down, because you can rebuild it. I just saw that correlation from what we do as humans, just with our own emotional state. Um, it's a metaphor. It's a metaphor. Anybody else? Yeah. Eric is the keyboard player over here, if you didn't know him. Eric Olson. The songs have changed since the We Were Young release. That was like, wow, a year ago almost, September 17th. They've grown, they've matured uh, musically. I think in a big way, we're just, uh, you know, trying to come out of the gates and like do this huge thing. And I had backup singers and a bunch of horns. And and I think, you know, I, I hid behind that a little bit, being sort of timid as a guitar player or in the skin of a guitar player, leader, singer, songwriter, band leader. The songs are still there. But if you take a song like... Uh, we were young, or levies, you know. Since these are the thing, and summer day, these are things that we've we started out playing. Now they all have, they're the song, but they're structured in the way that they move. Whereas before, they were just the song. We were just reacting to the moment, and now, whereas we're still reacting to moments. There are moments that are set up specifically for those reactions. You have a piano breakdown that features Eric doing this little thing and it creates a new mood and then we go up into this big build. Whereas before when we first started it was just like, we just like get right into it and it was just all this sort of intense stuff. And so now it's like, here we're gonna go here, go up, we're gonna go down, we're gonna go here and everybody's not just trying to bash and crush and, and, and uh, make, make noise and, and react emotionally to it. So now it's like, all right, you're gonna, we're gonna do this solo here and then we're gonna drop down and you're gonna get this other solo. And so what got cut out uh, in levies, which we normally do, is every horn solo, every horn player plays a solo. But I didn't think about the recording and I had them come up uh, in front from where they were in the back of the stage and play their solo and uh, there was no mic for them. So there's just these like four minute long things of just us jamming. And so Jordan like cut the horn, had cut the horn solos out and just make it Eric solo. But so there, there's those sort of things. Like we were young, there's the guitar solo from the album over the main chords, and then we go into more of like a soul, neo soul chord progression where I play the guitar solo that's more takes you out of that like that sort of like Texas songwriter thing 
Silent Rings came about. I was listening to Nathaniel Rateliff's EPs a bunch, like just jaw dropped by those, you know, as a few of us were at that time. And it was just the inspiration of trying different movement out in writing. I have the, you know, the little voice recorder of me like working on this tune as it's like coming out and you know Ezra's like and Otis is bapping into my guitar and crying and I'm just like I gotta get this out you know it's just happening and in in the I think where I was at you know this one is probably really close to home where you know like being married with kids is difficult and where we were at in our relationship was like this is it you know like can we just the chorus is let it go if it's only for a moment then at least we have a moment it's just like can we just have this can we come back you know because things get rocky really fast and um, that was it you know I think that I admire what Amanda and I have done where it's like this road is tough but we're like really working at making it you know, sometimes it doesn't feel like we're gonna make it, but we keep, we keep going. We stood there in each other's arms And hoping our love would be only So let it go Give up the ghost And if it's only for a moment Then at least we have a moment let it go Give up the ghost If it's only for a moment Then at least we have a moment Let it go Give up the ghost if it's only for a moment Then at least we have a moment And the, the give up the ghost is, yeah, like Man, what are we, what are we holding on to? Like, can we just stop being prideful or stop being upset and just love each other, you know, in this moment? Um, those three words, give up the ghost, sounds really cool together. I don't know, it's a cool little saying. It felt like we were sinking. Softly as the snowfall. as the snow fell, silent as rings on the water. It's a very, like, calming place, you know. You'll get there. The kids might be grown and out of the house or something. But <laughs> or it might just be a vacation. I don't know. If it's only for a moment, then at least we have a moment
without the support of my wife, Amanda, none of this would be possible. Like, I can't, I can't see myself being able to do any of the things that, um, that I'm doing create creatively without her in my life. Like, she, she's always pushing me to be a better person, and you know, the person that she knows I want to be like she somehow like intrinsically knows and can and, and cultivates that in her own special way <laughs> you know because if I'm doing stuff like this if I'm doing a performance and she's not there or I'm doing a rehearsal um, that means that she's almost 99% of the time with the kids and so her sacrifice for my creative goals is incredible and I couldn't do it without her it's only for a moment then at least we have a moment so let it go just there for me thank you very much I think that where I was at in that one was trying to write about human connectedness how much I I don't want to use the term like evolution, but just the the you know the years upon years upon years that have gotten us to this place. And I think there's a depth and a beauty to the time that it took for us to become who we are as a species of human. And if our past is our future And I certainly believe One single thing would be different I swear You wouldn't And sometimes uh, we take all of everything like way too seriously, you know, and it's like Settle down Ease back in myself up but that there's a history to us and there's just there's all this stuff that is so incredible and I'm I'm hung up on whatever a Facebook post or my own inadequacies or you know stuff like that that's better than the first thing that I was trying to say I think uh
that's baby making music there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was kind of the idea of was <laughs> like get some get some funky, more neo soul chord progressions down. You know, pushing. You know, to that Eric push. You know, where we're at and what we're hearing and stuff like that. Instead of it just being this open chord, like some kind of funky sound and stuff. Best part of living is knowing that your love slow down. Fall back into it. Best part of living is knowing that your love. I just love it's got this like slow build where like everybody in the room is kind of going like <laughs> this, and then pretty soon everybody just starts smiling uh-huh. bigger and bigger. <laughs> like, oh yeah, here it comes. Yeah. And then it does that little hit, and then it's... Yeah. Yeah. Ryan, Ryan and I played a lot together and we were thick, thick as thieves for many, many years. And we still are like close, almost like a, a brother, you know, where you're like, hey, I haven't seen you in a while, you know? But there were just days and nights. I mean, we, we I don't, you know, we'd call each other on the phone when he was out of town. Like, this is really like special bond. And he and I played music together as well. So we were, you know, he had all these amazing original tunes. And one was actually called Another Man's Blues. It was really cool. And I, you know, the more that I think about it, have been thinking about it lately, it's like, man, I totally lifted the concept of this song and just made my own words to it. I want to be. The energy from the storm rolling over the city tonight I wanna be the fire burning up the trees on the mountainside Took his course. I asked for permission because he wrote all these incredible songs and then if they weren't recorded, he forgot them. <laughs> and so like he like pulled them out of the ether, made them, and then let them go. That's another man's blue. That's another man's blue. It's sort of like it's kind of how my grandpa can't understand catch and release fishing, but it's sort of like Ryan just did catch and release songwriting, you know? And the, yeah, Another Man's Blues. And one of his lyrics was like, you know, I want to be the, the hoof that goes into making the glue that keeps the soul on the boot. I want to be the pressure at the depths of the ocean that are going to keep you from its floor. That will help you come out on top Oh, I want the love Till it hurts, till it burns on Till this feeling stops I, I didn't even think about it And I wrote this song like eight years ago And like now I'm just having this revelation Like, oh man Like I actually 
just took that concept and like, I want to be the energy from the storm going on this, like, I just want to be big, you know, with the lyrics and be, be these things that, that maybe, I, you know, I never could be. I still believe the the lyrics, like they're a little grandiose at times, but you know they're fun to sing because I, I like you know I want to be the smoke in the mirrors that help you believe the lie. I want to be there, but I you know I can't I can't be any of those things. And so it's fun like there's a connectedness to it, but there's also like you know this sort of fairy tale thing to it that you can't get too connected to either. course doesn't make any sense boom it used to be boom 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 and it was sort of like making fun of this like you can cut this out but like making fun of this uh this guy i i was really into like mystical christian stuff healing angels wanting to see mana come down from the heavens and stuff and so we'd all get together and try to do this stuff and there was a video we were watching of this guy and he was like the angels are here. And go, boom, 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 boom. And so, like, I, I was like, I'll do that. And now it's whoa, whoa, whoa. But it was boom, 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 boom. <laughs> There's this part where Eric and I have this fun little back and forth going. This is an, uh, one of the first tunes that we we did from the album. We were young, um, so we've been doing it for a year, a little over a year live, and there's this breakdown section. And so, depending on how we're feeling and who's who's in, you know, on stage, we'll um, you know have a lot of interplay during that breakdown session. And so on the live recording, I don't, I was just feeling like, usually I just play this like regular pattern, but thought we'd just see if we could, you know, sometimes it's like, all right, we're on the playground, let's play, let's run around and, and you know, play tag. And so we, we kind of have that, that little thing where you're improvising and playing, actually playing with each other uh, in front of people, you know, and I think we made it through okay. Like, okay, well, let's do this. Like, yeah, we're recording this live album. <laughs> let's go and let's go take this little playful journey together.
Colson. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. think that people oftentimes do that they smile to your face but then it's it's ingenuine but I also do the same thing the evidence to the courts I'm even showing up at all would they ever let me walk if they knew just what they saw I know that all the lawyers and judges' opinions could never amount. Man, I'm guilty of that. Like, to anything. Blowing off steam and talking a little trash about somebody, like sometimes is the best medicine, <laughs> you know, but it's not. That that came from you know passing people on the street and smiling and and hoping that when I ran into people I would smile and it would be genuine and it would carry on but then started thinking about people who I could picture in my head smiling to my face or smiling to another person's face but then that smile leaves really quickly and I think that that's it's kind of dark but I think it exists you know we've seen it the easier it gets means the harder it was And the more you believe That all their comforts you're holding close That is useful as a road And like tying into the lyric like I submit the evidence to the courts Would they ever let me walk If they knew just what they saw Like I don't think that even people that think I'm somebody If they knew who I really was You know, they wouldn't I wouldn't be allowed in most public places. This whole damn place is so full of smoke, but everybody's got to see the fire before they leave. We're all there. We're all guilty of probably what we're judging other people for. Phil Griffin backs me up on harmonies. Thank you so much for hanging out with us tonight. And uh, he also plays bass. In the band. He's also taking on a management role as well, <laughs> which is nice. It's Phil Griffin on bass and harmonies. Beautiful little voice. <laughs> and Matt Devitt plays drums. We have Matt Devitt. John Roberts plays trombone. Back there, way back there, stuffed in the corner there. On the lovely brass instrument known as the trombone. The wonderful, the talented, the spelt, John J. Roberts. Tully Olson plays flugelhorn and trumpet. And we're glad to have him back in Billings. Yes, the wonderful flugelhorn and trumpet player and all-around good guy, Tully Olsen. Last but not least, Eric Olsen plays keyboards. One of my finest furry little friends. Uh, you've heard him play before already. You've been here tonight. He's one of the most fantastic musicians I've ever had the privilege to play with. And one of uh, one of the best guys to talk to. Um, without no further ado, a little something from Eric Olson. Trevor Krieger plays fiddle and sings harmony vocals, and we recently added Grant Jones on auxiliary guitar and harmony vocals too. <laughs> okay. Okay. Matt Blakesley. Matt Blakesley is one of my favorite people 
that I've ever met. His talents and everything that he's worked so hard to do came together at, at a time where I was also had honed these skills. And doing the album with Matt was like crazy. And it was the same way with Jordan, who mixed and mastered the We Were Young as well as the live album. Like all these lives coming together and all this work sort of came to, to make these things happen. But Matt Blakesley as a person is one of the most generous and kind people and encouraging, like in a lot of ways selfless to a fault. Thinking about it now, like it's an honor to have played my music, which came from Matt Blakesley's encouragement and his sacrifice for almost a year to make We Were Young and then perform this live performance in the art house, which is Matt Blakesley's, like Matt Blakesley started a theater. We made the album together, but I made this band and have this show. He made the art house and then we brought them full circle back together. Then we made another album. <laughs> Didn't even know it. I, I really appreciate Matt Blakesley for how he has changed my life and made me a better person, helped to make me a better musician and friend. I also have to thank Kate Blakesley as well because without Kate's sacrifice, you know, she's working and taking time away from, from Anders to give Matt that time, Anders being their son, to give Matt time to like pour out his gifts and talents to affect others. Best of Me is one of the first new songs that I brought to the band after the songs that were on We Were Young. And it was just kind of this like little rock tune. And it was, you know, it's sort of like, it's different than any of the other new tunes. Getting down with the old machine. Staying alive will be the death of me. But it was, I think, before we were kind of figuring out the direction of the music. But you haven't seen the best of me yet. You haven't seen the best of me yet. It's just fun. Like it's it it's neat to like just have this bouncy little rhythm. And and that was a song that just kinda came out. Getting the urge to climb the walls. Makes me feel like I hate it all. You know, and I, I always give an intro to it because I've I had somebody come up to me and they were like, hey, you changed my life like with this tune. I'm, it was the first time I played it. And, you know, I, the little intro is like, you know, maybe you had, a, and I kind of make a joke out of it. Like, it doesn't matter how rough the night is tonight, tomorrow you always have a chance to be the best version of yourself that you can be. Like, that's one gift that we get is that we shut down for a little bit of time and then we get to like re, kind of redo it, you know and get a chance to be who we believe that we can be. And this person's like, I wasn't, I wasn't writing any music, I was done, and now I'm, now I'm, I'm gonna do it. And I was like, oh cool, that's great. And then they really did. Like they just, they've been doing that. With all the colors that surround me, oh well it makes me tired, but I'm glad it's not all. Black and white 
I, I like playing it for that reason. I think it's fun. And it's the same thing with me. Like, it's sort of just another tune about about my life. You know, the grind and, and or, you know, stuff like, stuff like that. Um, figuring things out. Somebody can hear it, haven't seen the best of me yet, and go, yeah, and it clicks a light bulb on. I don't know, that that's like a really neat, or like your story with the Hold On Sam, like that, you know, I'm slowly like embracing the fact that I did have a part in that, and that, that right now in that reflection is making me feel pretty honored. I never felt that you were with me, but that was my whole life. You never know how somebody's exactly going to receive it, mm -hmm. what it will mean to them. Yeah. You can't comprehend, like, same for me, like, with the paintings. I imagine, like, a painting on Ryan's wall or something, and what that will mean as years go by mm. to mm -hmm. him is pretty cool for me to think about but listening to you to your album listening to ryan's album i never even knew ryan when he recorded when you oh, recorded yeah. that mm -hmm. and here i am almost 10 years later right. listening to it and and finding a lot of joy and love in that yeah it's fun to think about 10 years from now listening to grant's three albums that he will have had done by then mm -hmm. yeah you're right. And, and you yeah. Do. I think you should put that in there. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I think the thing that I want to reiterate, I'm just honored and humbled by people's encouragement and support. I'm just continuously floored by um, by what the music is doing for people and their kindness towards me as an artist. It's neat because it sort of helps helps keep the boat afloat. <laughs> <laughs>